When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. And if you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. Mail checks, invoices, documents, and everything you need to keep your business running. Get rates up to 89% off USPS and UPS. And with the mobile app, you can take care of mailing on the go. Make the same no-brainer decisions as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Sign up at Stamps.com with code PROGRAM for a special offer. That's Stamps.com, code PROGRAM. Ohio, ready for some quick mental health facts? Let's go. Nearly 2 million Ohioans live with a mental health condition. In the U.S., more than 50% of people will be diagnosed with a mental illness in their lifetime. Depression is a leading cause of disability worldwide. So why are some of us still stigmatizing people living with a mental health condition when we know all of this? Let's listen to the facts and beat the stigma. Ohio, challenge what you know about mental health at beatthestigma.org. Blue Kool-Aid Drinkers! We are back! We are back. It is June 8th. We are recording this on 7.10 p.m. Uh, Central Time. We got a lot to talk about. Uh, we've taken a few weeks off here to recover from all the draft coverage. Uh, just reacting to everything that happened then. Uh, we also wanted to leave the draft pod up uh, for a little while so people can uh, make sure they caught up on our opinions with everything in the draft. Uh, but now there's a lot of news uh, post-draft to go over. We're excited to talk about it on this podcast, so we'll be kind of going over uh, mandatory minicamp things going on there and just some other uh, little battles to look out for for the summer that we should be looking out for. But I'm Big Z. Let's get to the rest of Blue Kool-Aid crew. Right now, it's just Bob. Hello. Greetings. And then we'll have, and then we'll have Rudd Dog uh, hopping on in a moment. But we are again rolling here. Uh, UJ and Connor can't make it, but we do have our producer kid Jay there, so maybe he can chime in if he has an opinion or two. Uh, kid Jay, always want to hear your opinion if you if you have something to throw in there. So, yeah. all right, Kid Jay's excited because uh, Aaron Donald just uh, took a, a huge contract, so I got him yeah. locked up. <laughs> yeah, Kid Jay is Rams fan, uh, but he, I, I think he's a closet Lions fan. Really, but, I think. Uh, so, I mean, producing this podcast, <laughs> it has to bleed out uh, to him, you know. He feels Absolutely. it. Absolutely. I mean, Kid J, Kid J, do, do you uh, do you have some? I mean, do you feel the blue Kool Aid energy when you produce this podcast? A little bit, I'd say so. But um, I'm <laughs> a little bit, and also uh, Cooper Cup just got signed to a massive deal today too. So yeah, all oh, the wow. Ram, all the Rams are staying for a while. Yeah, most guaranteed money ever to uh, a non-quarterback in NFL history, Cooper Cup. Wow. $115 million. Uh, I don't know if it's all guaranteed, but almost all of it is. So, uh, congrats to him. A guy that a lot of us wanted the Lions to draft back uh, in that draft. Yeah. But now Matt Stafford's getting to throw to him on the Rams and win Super Bowls instead. There. <laughs> With that connection. Anyways, uh, let's go back here. To the Kool Aid, to the Blue Kool Aid, uh, and focus on some of these storylines um, in minicamp. So there's a lot to talk about here, Bob. Uh, a lot to talk about. The first thing I wanted to get to was our draft pick. You know, it, going in from uh, the draft, the first thing that we should talk about is the uh, number one pick for the Lions, or number two overall pick, number one pick in our first round and that is Aiden Hutchison of course and he has looked by all accounts great in minicamp oh, yeah. winning a lot of battles 
uh, getting the quarterback. Now it's it's hard in minicamp to uh, truly judge <laughs> how good these guys are because it's not full pads. It's not supposed to be full go. Uh, but how excited are you to hear that Aiden Hutchinson is dominating? And again, this is a lot. This is a lot against second and third string. I should mention though. Yeah, I'm excited. I mean, because a lot of these veterans who obviously have been around the league while are watching him up close and they're, they're excited to see him, uh, what he's doing and his explosiveness, I guess, really jumps off the page. I mean, I haven't, I've just been reading about it, but it reminds me of like when uh, I went to the camp when Stafford was a rookie and just seeing him like it was such a difference, like he could tell. Mm-hmm. And I, I think that I think that's what's happening with Hutch here. I mean, you Stafford haters. Uh, it's different position, whatever, but uh, <laughs> I think he's he's a guy who's going to be an impact player, and uh, it's only more reason to be excited from what I've heard coming out of camp. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, he dominated Matt Nelson in this camp, who's been on the field a lot for the Lions the past couple of years. Um, drawn some holding penalties, getting to the quarterback a lot. They call it NASCAR package, which is like uh, kind of like like super coverage, but uh, it's basically just a pass rush. Uh, and he's he's looked great. That I mean, super encouraging. Looking forward to a lot more uh, hype from uh, camp coming out about him, especially. Uh, really exciting. You know, it's better than the opposite. Like hearing he's not winning. So, right. <laughs> People are saying, well, it's just mini camp. Like, don't look too much. Well, I'd rather hear he's dominating <laughs> than like not hear about it at all. So, <laughs> I know it seems like I've heard those stories in the past about guys. Uh, where it's like, oh, yeah, well, it doesn't really count because of this, this. But he's just showing it right out of the gate, which is nice. Right. I mean, it is definitely not – it's not full go, so it's – but, it, yeah, it's still good to hear. Um, because you're not supposed to have too much contact here. Like, if you're – I don't know if you heard the Bears recently. They got a whole day of practice uh, re- removed by the NFL because they broke contact rules. They're oh, no. I didn't see that. Aggr- They're being too aggressive in uh, practice, so they got a whole day of OTAs uh, canceled uh, from the NFL because of breaking the rules. I, I, that, that might even lead to a loss of a draft pick down the line as well. In the past, we've seen that with like the Patriots and uh, some other teams who break the rules on contact. Yeah. They probably went out and, and saw Top Gun, you know, because Maverick, he doesn't follow the rules. You know? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I've, well, I have not I seen Top Gun yet, but, but I know you you said you loved it, and uh, it's making a boatload of money, and a lot of people are loving that movie. So Yeah. Yeah, it's really good. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, I didn't hear that about the Bears. That's interesting. A new coaching staff there, so, you know, they're probably doing some different things there. So, But they're still going to yeah, suck already this year, tr- I think. Already trying to cheat, so yeah, it's a, right. maybe a sign of things to come. Um, so another interesting note uh, for camp here uh, is who isn't practicing. So Penasini uh, is excused right now, but the more interesting one I think is uh, Josh Pascal, our second round draft pick. Um, or yeah, second round or third round? Why am I drawing a blank? Uh, it's second, second round, right? Yeah, second round, and. Uh, and he is having leg issues, a uh, lower body injury. It's not, we're not sure if it's a knee or what. We just know it's some leg issues. He had, he dealt with these at Kentucky too. Uh, are you guys concerned at all with Josh Pascal going forward and already having these injuries without even practicing yet and, and having a history of these injuries at Kentucky? 
I, I would say that is a concern. I, I didn't know much about this actually about this injury. Um, but if it's a history of it, I'm assuming the lions were well-versed on this. I don't know how comfortable they, well, they are with this, but, uh, it's always a concern, but I, I'm assuming they're going to start everybody in slowly if there have an injury, uh, problem going on here. So yeah. I don't know. What about you? Have you, have you, uh, got any, I mean, I, yeah, I would, I would definitely say it's a concern, uh, for sure. Especially the lions in the past, uh, I would say last year weren't necessarily good on the the health side of things uh, by any means. So yeah. I don't know if I fully trust this training staff yet, to be honest, uh, to keep everybody healthy uh, going forward. Now, I, I think a lot of these teams follow, follow similar practices, but some are always better than others. Uh, and yeah, so I'm definitely concerned. Some to look, uh, look at, I hope, he's out there for training camp so he can start getting the work in that he needs to, uh, because this is a, you know, he'll, yeah. he'll definitely get into rotation at some point if, if he's healthy, but yeah. it is concerning too. Cause, to cause they were looking for him to make an impact, you know, uh, from what I've read about him, they're kind of excited right. to have him and the defense needs all the help they can get. So, yes, <laughs> definitely. Uh, Rudd dog, you were going to say something. No, I was just saying injuries are always a concern because you never know what might come from them. You just all you can do is hope he gets better. Yeah, well, let's hope the Lions did their homework uh, to 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 know if this is going to be a major issue, and hopefully, it's not a major issue. I, I they're looking for help from him, especially in the run game, though. Uh, oh, in every facet, this guy. I think they see big things for him if he's healthy. <laughs> His ability to, especially the way we're scheming to, you know, you know, attack gaps. He is built to attack gaps. He's got that explosion and power. And if you just put, you know, on the pass game, that could be huge. You know, effective, especially interior. Yeah, absolutely, no doubt about it. Um, so other players that were at practice but they didn't practice, uh, so they're just kind of standing off to the side. Uh. Tight end James Mitchell, tight end Derek Deese, uh, then wide receivers Jameson Williams, obviously, DJ Shark and a day of rest. Romeo Quara was there, so Romeo Quara sighting. Let's go. Uh, Matrez Patrick, a linebacker, probably won't make the roster. Uh, Ify, Melifonwu, Jerry Jacobs, and Deshaun Elliott. Uh, it should be noted that DJ Shark came off a broken ankle last year. Yeah, these are all guys staying off to the side. Then limited. Meaning they just went through positional drills, but none of the team drills. Uh, Taylor Decker, Hawk, and Akuda. So it's good to see Akuda slowly working his way back. Yeah, uh, that should be encouraging. Uh, yeah. But now that I mentioned Hawk, that was one of my next questions too, mm-hmm. and this is kind of an off-season thing. Do we expect Hawkinson to get signed before the season starts? I highly doubt it happens during. You never, mm-hmm. you rarely see them get signed during the season. Um, and this is the last year of his contract. Would I'm curious what percent confidence you guys have that the Lions will sign him, and do you think he will get a big payday? I don't know. I feel like we might get to see him this season with on his contract here because, I don't know, maybe they see him as the part of the future, but to me, he still hasn't proven everything to be the guy we want him to be. Like He shows flashes of it, but like his run or his blocking just hasn't been what we need it to be yet. I mean, I'm just curious. I'm not saying they don't. I'm just saying if they, I wouldn't be surprised if they want to see him put his whole game together before they offer him big money. Yeah. Yeah. I, I'm hoping they sign him. I, I'm uh, higher on Hawk than some of you guys, but, uh, and I, but I think the position is just 
getting paid a lot more now. So he's if he's uh, oh, yeah. with the Lions, he's going to get a decent paycheck. Um, if not one of one of the top uh, contracts in the league for tight ends. So I'm, so here's go ahead. Yeah, I, I was just going to list out some of the top and uh, tight end contracts in the NFL right now. So George Kittle. Uh, he got 40 guaranteed, 75 million total. Um, t- I believe that's over six years. No, five years. Five years. Sorry, five years. Um, Kelsey got 57 million, uh, 14.3 a year. Dallas Goddard, uh, 57 million, 35 guaranteed. Mark Andrews, 56 million, 37 guaranteed. Najoku just signed a big one for 54 years. Or 54 million, 28 guaranteed. Hmm. And then I'll throw in one more uh, Hunter Henry, uh, $37 million, 25 guaranteed. Do you think Hawkinson is better than any of those guys at this point? I, I think he's better than a Joku. And uh, I don't I know about Kittle and, and Kelsey. In a range. A, yeah, definitely not Kittle. Definitely not Kelsey. I mean, Dale Scott's pretty good. Uh, Mark Andrews is. He's probably the top receiver on the Ravens. Uh, I don't know. Najoku is good when they want to use him. They don't always throw to him. Yeah, I'm not sure how much better or worse he is than these guys, but I'd say he's somewhat in that range. When he plays, when he's healthy, he he produces at least in the receiving game, similar to these guys. So, yeah, I, I think they, the way these contracts keep going, though, when they do sign him, I, I wouldn't be surprised if he's like top five tight end contract. Oh yeah, I'm sure. I'm sure that's what he's looking for. So if that's the case, one, two, three, four, five. Uh, you're looking at Nijo- like an Adjoku type contract, which is uh, three years, fifty-four million dollars. Yeah. Well, he said he doesn't uh, care about the money. That's a lot. He just wants to win in Detroit. <laughs> yeah, that was, I'm sure. That was right. quote. So. He did. I'm sure. <laughs> well, he's got the right attitude then, so uh, that, that'll help. It <laughs> but I'm sure he'll take maybe. money just fine. But uh, yeah. What do you think, uh, Z? What do you what do you think? Do you think they'll sign him, or do you, and do you think he's worth it? Oh. <laughs> this is such a tough one for me. I'm gonna say, I'm gonna say no uh, right now at that value at 54 million over three years. I I I would not do it if I was the Lions. It hurts me to say because I really like Hawk, but I think he's gonna need to prove it uh, this year. I I'm more. I actually I think I love him as a receiver. I don't hate him as I think he's got really good value there, but I I still haven't seen enough out of him blocking wise to make that contract worth it. And that was what he's supposed to be like best at. And I've just been disappointed by it uh, mm-hmm. compared to yeah. where he was drafted. And the reason why was because he was one of the most elite blockers anybody's ever evaluated at the position. A when complete he tight end. Yeah. So I, I don't think he's been complete. And I, I, that That's why I don't think it's uh, worth paying up for him where the lions are and i the interesting thing right now. i think they get better value if they don't sign him before the season i think they may end up having to pay him a lot if they want to keep him because i think he's gonna have a bigger year just because early in the season last year they had like nothing in the cupboard it was like swift and hawkinson was the offense and golf just had to dump it to either right. one of those guys so and they were doubling up on hawk and he just and then he got some injuries so I think he'll have a better opportunity to excel this year. He'll, the little pressure will be off him a little bit, and uh, hopefully he's healthy. So we'll see. Time will tell. I just don't know. I don't know if you can pay him that fifty-four million right now, though, based on just that. Like I know he—he's it's just too. It's so fleeting what we get from him every year. It seems. I know his injuries haven't helped either, but like 
I don't know, like where we're at right now. If, if this was us a couple of years ago and he was the guy and the only thing we had, then I, that'd probably be a move I'd see us making. But we're not in a position where we need, you know, well, I mean, you can always use an elite tight end target, but like we got so many weapons that he's not our only go-to guy that we don't necessarily need to break the bank to keep him. Yeah, this this is such a big. This is probably in the Campbell uh, Holmes era. This is the biggest year in terms of where the franchise will be going forward for the six-year term that they have. Because next year, if they cut Jared Goff, they save twenty million on the cap. Um, I mean, Aquara could be cut and save seven and a half. I'm just because right now, if if the season started next year right now they have 12 million dollars in cap space it's not a lot to work with so mm. i was just i was looking through it to see <laughs> you know with that limited space is it really worth it but then the lions you know in 2024 have 120 million uh, mm. free on their books yeah so they've really planned this out in the future uh but right now if i was the lions unfortunately i would say hawk is not worth that money and and hopefully he wants to come back uh, and he likes the coaching staff. Yeah, if he's a real lion, well. if he's that dedicated, he'll take the money. He'll, he'll yeah. take our deal we offer him next year, right? Yeah, like Bob's, like Bob was saying, uh, Hawk said he wants to win one in Detroit. Well, we'll, re- we'll really know if he, if he becomes a free agent. And, uh, yeah, right. With the Lions. I'm just hey, at least he's... next year, if we pay him that money, we'll know what we're getting. Yeah, for sure. I'm, I'm just glad he's there this year because on paper – it looks like the Lions have a pretty complete offense right now, you know, if, if Goff, mm. you know, plays well and people are healthy. So it'd be interesting to see what they're yeah. capable of. Yeah. It's a super fun offense on, on paper for sure. Especially if Williams uh, lives up to his, oh his hype. Uh, Shark is healthy. Um, and Amon Ross St. Brown continues to play like he was. Uh, and if you re- remove Hawk from the lineup, you're, you're much less threatening from that position. I mean, from what we have, we got like oh, absolutely. From oh, what absolutely. we have, yes. yeah, yeah. So that's another thing. If you don't pay him, who's gonna play the position? You know, unless you got some hot rookie or get some someone off the trade wire, right? Yeah, it's it's really tough because it is a hard position to get a good. Uh, is it though? I feel like I see. I feel like there's a lot of decent tight ends in the league, and a lot of them come. In like the middle rounds, I mean, not not a, not a lot of like you know Kittles and Kelseys, but like it just seems like there's a lot of decent tight ends that do good for their quarterbacks. Like every decent tight quarterback in the league seems to have their tight end, and who's at least solid. You know, like what was it like Charlie Hooper? Is that like there's like a lot of just really good solid tight ends in the league, and we don't you don't need you mean Austin Hooper or Austin Hooper. I mean, I don't know. I'm just trying to think of some tight ends that are like. Not necessarily the superstars, but they do just solid work. They block. They you know they convert. They play the seam for their quarterbacks, but aren't necessarily elite receiving targets like Kelsey's and Kittle's and what you want Hawk to be. So I'm not convinced that it's hard to acquire a solid tight end, a high end tight end, yeah, but a solid tight end who can hold down that position when you got a really talented wide receiver core. I think could be uh, attained not that hard. Like Brock Wright might even turn into one. Yeah, 
Well, I wouldn't hold our hopes on the tight end position with Brock Wright. I ain't but, saying uh, that, yeah. but can they can they convert <laughs> Cephas because he's probably getting cut from receiver. So. Uh, ah, that's a good. Uh, hey, Bob, a good, uh, are you doing some shrooms or something? <laughs> where you're, at? you're talking crazy nonsense. No, I mean, <laughs> Bob, did have Bob a, read like, my outline. That's a good. He did uh, have a good one-handed catch in camp, but uh, you know, I'm not. <laughs> that's all. Oh, I do. Yeah. Don't worry. I, I know for you, Bob. <laughs> That's a good transition. I know our next one, though, is the, the training camp battle that seems to be coming down for that last wide receiver spot. Um, mm. And really, it, it seems to be right now in the early going with camp. Uh, Cephas versus Benson, Trinity Benson, the guy we traded nope. um, for uh, from Denver last year, and Khalil Pimpleton, uh, the undrafted rookie. How many are you having make the roster with that? Uh, five wide receivers. Oh, only five? We're going to keep more than five. I think they'll keep six this year. I mean, just looking at... I wouldn't be surprised if we kept seven. Because you got uh, Jameson Williams, uh, Amonra. Um, sorry, I'm driving, so I can't uh, look at... Uh, 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 um, shark. Yeah, Shark. No, you're fine, yeah. So, um, um, shark, Raymond. Williams, Khalif Raymond. Reynolds. Reynolds. Yeah. So that's already five. Right? Reynolds, yeah. That's five. So I guess I'm, yeah, six. Sorry. Yeah. yeah. But you're just assuming all those guys beat Cephas, and I think that's a bad bet. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I don't know about that. Uh, yeah. But it's not a bad bet. Templeton's kind of an exciting uh, X factor, whether he can do it or not. But uh, he's an interesting guy. I bet he's going to have a fun preseason. Yeah. I, I, I'm, that's my hot take oh, is yeah. he's going to be. He's going to be that guy who has like an amazing preseason, but somehow doesn't make the team or he makes the team. I wouldn't be surprised, but that's who was that prediction. running back that we had a couple of years ago and up getting signed by the Eagles little guy and out of the backfield. Uh, oh yeah. Super speedy. Uh, I can't come up with the name right now, but uh, I can't remember the name for the life of me uh, right now. He was from a small school too. Uh, yeah. We really liked him. Everyone uh, liked him, but uh, they scooped him up. Preseason can be a, a deceiving too. A lot of people have good preseasons. Hey, and uh, see, you know, don't make the team. Blau's, Blau's impressive training camp run was also aided by Trinity Benson. I guess Trinity Benson and him were paired up pretty well <laughs> together. So he's showing flashes. Uh, he didn't do much. So for we're us keep last Trinity year. Benson yeah, around ben, so for Benson the and Tevis have been going back to back. A lot of like the Lions have been doing this drill where they start at their own 19 yard line with. Uh, only like 25 seconds left so they have 81 yards to go um in about like 27 seconds or something like that and uh, and that's where Cephas and I guess uh Benson been really shown up in that drill um making some like spectacular catches to keep the drives alive and also uh, um some really interesting backup quarterback battle going on with that drive too with David Blau and Tim Boyle uh, both <laughs> succeeding and not succeeding a really interesting drill uh that the Lions have been running every day at OTA that's cool Man, there's uh, no doubt this is going to be a crazy battle because, like, who knows? I mean, I honestly, I think everything's up in the air outside of like St. Brown and Williams. Like, I'm not, I'm not locking Reynolds onto this roster. I'm not locked because, I mean, when you got guys like like Benson coming out, you, I'm just saying you don't know. And these guys are gonna, they're gonna have to earn their spots this year. There's too much talent. No one's gonna just be given it outside of some I, of those young guys who are already proven or, or you know haven't proven it anything yet. I. I disagree. I think Reynolds, Brown, Shark, and Williams are all a lock, and Raymond, like, 95%. Yeah. Oh, Shark is a lock. I forgot I, about Shark. I agree with you, Z, on that. I don't think – I think it's that last – I mean, they uh, just gave Raymond two years, $9 million, so that'd be 
I mean, a big black guy <laughs> and really confusing signing if he didn't make the roster out of camp. That wouldn't be confusing if there's just it's panned out in camp that he wasn't winning the spot. I mean, uh, there's nothing I think, confusing about that at all. I, I think Cleo Pimpleton would be a practice squad guy. I yeah. most likely that could come up later. I could definitely see that. Inevitable injury. Uh, I mean, he is an undrafted rookie for agent. He'll be with the Lions all off season. Uh, so I don't, I don't think he'd want to go to another team. Yeah. I, I, I'm, I'm just speculating early here, but I'm, that's what my prediction is <laughs> right now. Uh, but I, if I had to pick between Stevens and Benson, if I had to just a guessing man right now, I, I hate to say Red Dog, but I think the Lions are slightly more invested in Benson for some reason. Uh, and I think they're going to go with him over Cephas. Uh, I mean, and, they want to make bad decisions. And Cephas was a Quintricia guy, right? So, um, mm-hmm. so they're not as tied to him. That doesn't matter. Talents, talent. That's a really good point. That's silly. If they're if they're basing it off who their guys are because they brought them on, then that's no, they they're the guys I thought. They I were. mean, they brought them on for a reason. <laughs> I mean, yeah, that doesn't matter though. It's You're just another factor. Talent. That doesn't mean. Sure. Yeah. But Cephas's overwhelming talent will prevail. Don't worry, guys. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, uh, All right. what is XFL or whatever? They'll, they'll show up somewhere. But, no, on the Lions. <laughs> what's like, what's that league where Johnny Manziel is like blazes a joint? Oh, fan controlled fo- touchdown. Fan, <laughs> fan controlled football league. Yeah. Uh, where the fans like all vote on like what play should be run <laughs> uh, every time. Uh, so Rudd Dog can uh, you, you know see you. You would vote for the throw to Cephas every play in that one, so maybe that. Maybe that's I mean, if you want to score points, you to this marriage of you and Cephas. If you want to score points, it just makes sense. But uh... a little fun tidbit here. I know UJ isn't on the pod, uh, but Jonah Jackson got hurt today. So guess who took reps? Oh, gee. at the guard spot uh, with him hurt. Uh, he he was wrapping up his arm, I guess, in a big bandage. So uh, Stenberg, oh, Sten- Logan, Logan Stenberg, yeah. Taking first team reps and OTAs today uh, with Jackson out, so I thought that was an interesting little uh, tidbit. I like how Stenberg's the the story, not the fact that Jonah Jackson's hurt. <laughs> how bad? <laughs> Come on! I don't think it was too bad. I think we'd hear hear about it by now. He just like he just didn't practice the rest of the, the uh, okay. practice and just had his arm wrapped up. So I, it must. I would imagine something small, and it's OTAs, so don't risk it. Well, I mean, we if Stenberg's heard not... something about it more. Sorry, I didn't mean to catch up. But if Stenberg's gonna take step up at any point, this would probably be, have to be the year. So it's not shouldn't be surprising that he's filling in on the next line. I mean, what is this year four for yeah. him now with us? Yeah, I think you're right. Yeah, year four. Oh, is it already four? Wow, so it's uh, time flies. Yeah, I'm just gonna confirm it right now. I thought it was uh, three, but you're probably right. I'm- Plus you're right, you're right, you're right, you're right, right. Three, three. Oh, three. It's three. Well, still you're three, right, year yeah, three. That's still three. Year three. He should be having either know what you have in him or not by now. You know, by this right. year. Yeah. What was the, the story on uh Panasini? Why why was he not? Playing? Uh no, no word. He's just uh excused from practice right now. So I don't know if it's a family thing or what, hmm. but that's not good. He needs to be there. Uh I mean, now that we're on the offensive line though, uh I meant to Taylor Decker just taking uh just doing positional drills, nothing uh team wise. But Big V uh said he kinda got he hired a chef this off season. Uh all reports are saying that he's leaner and moving around really well. So hopefully that helps with his health. Uh if we have a it's 
maybe Big V will stick around. I I predicted that he'd be gone, but uh, it lo- I mean, at this point, it seems like he'll be sticking around. Hey, uh, he's got the tools. And if we can, yeah, if we can get some good reps out of him, because now this is the part of the contract that it's actually going to start paying off because we kind of paid him a lot up front. Uh, so uh, he's only costing uh Big V this year. Uh, 8.7 against the cap. So if we get nice. that uh, Pro Bowl level guard play that he's capable of, at least in the run game, uh, at 8.7, that's a, that's a deal. With yeah. him and I, I think him and Sewell are going to have a good year next to each other. It sounds like they got a lot of camaraderie. And yeah. I've heard even Sewell has come back even stronger. Like, well, I mean, as predicted, but like, you know, you, you get stronger every offseason, but it sounds like he's just super strong and ready to go. He's dominating. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. If I if if you guys had to guess who is our so Jared Goff is our highest cap number at thirty one point one million, then Decker at eighteen point nine, then Aquara at fourteen point five, Akuda is fourth at nine point one. Who do you think is our fifth highest cap? Fifth highest. Uh, eight point eight point nine seven is this cap or number. Hutchison? Mm Nope. I would never got this. <laughs> uh oh wait, hon. James Williams? It is not. No. Uh so Michael Brockers. Oh. Geez. 8.9. I wouldn't be surprised if he didn't make That's bad it right now. <laughs> yeah, that's that's uh, overpaying. Uh, I think I would be Well, we don't say we don't save much money cutting him. We save a million bucks and we have a dead cap hit of 8 million. No. So he I think he's sticking around unfortunately. I just think I think there's the we got a lot of young talent and stuff and we've signed a couple intriguing guys that might be able to push him off this roster. Like that kid we just signed from uh, is it Jor out of uh Atlanta, um that big giant D end or just lineman who's like six five two eighty five and ran a four seven, or oh four, John six, Kamin- John Kaminsky Kaminsky like kid I like I could see someone like him pushing Brockers out someone big yeah, strong and, and the, young fits the, our team eight, too. There was eight waiver claims for him, and so a twenty five percent of the NFL wanted him, but the Lions uh as long as the Jaguars don't want him, they have the second. Right. highest rights to every player that comes on the waiver wire. Uh, so really interesting there that the Lions are able to, to grab him. I yeah. Think. I just want to be surprised if he pushed Brockers off the roster. I just don't, we didn't see a ton out of Brockers last year. He didn't impress me much. He's like one of the oldest guys. I just see like, it wouldn't hurt to move on from some, like sort of like how do we move on from Trey flowers, but obviously slightly different, but just, we don't need old guys who aren't necessarily, you know, yeah. playing great. But for the money, I'm sure they're going to keep him. And I, I'm guessing uh, yeah. Holmes brought him in for not only his play, but another X factor that they like, uh, you know, kind of players they want. You know, so he'll be here for this year at least. Yeah, I I, I think if anything, Penasini would be a nice cutting block before him. Uh, You're always after him, Z. Oh, I, <laughs> I just don't think he offers much. <laughs> well, you're not watching just, close enough. He's mediocre to below mediocre. Uh, no way. I, I wouldn't say he's he'll, great. He'll be here. He'll be great. here. Um, someone he that's will. someone that's put up really uh, impressive camp so far is Deshaun Cornell. That's uh, interesting. interesting name to throw out there. Two names actually. Him and Austin Bryant. Their names have come up a lot of people that are impressing earlier right now. Uh, Austin Bryant just wants to stick around for as long as possible uh, with the Lions. And then Deshaun Cornell, if you don't, seventh round pick out of Ohio State, used to be a five star recruit in high school, uh, had a, has had a ton of injuries since he's uh, been picked 
You know, that's actually one reason I think Penasini has a better chance of making this team. Him and McNeil are really the two nose tackle types, and that still works in his favor because, I mean, every, well, they got so much talent, but they're all like DNs. <laughs> they're all like 280, yeah. 280 guys and big and strong and fast, but not necessarily run stuffers in the center. Well, I think a big change this offseason is going to be the way the Lions play D-line. Uh, they're, they're moving more to a 4-3 type defense. Right. Uh, so that's going to, because Lions were kind of playing the 3-4 more where the the nose is kind of playing two gaps. Right. Uh, which is, it's tough. It's really tough to do effectively, especially at the NFL level. So I, I think that actually hurts Penasini even more. Uh, yeah. No, that's obviously not his. But I mean, I, I'm actually curious to see how he handles it. But yeah, that wouldn't, wouldn't be what I would say is his best strength. But there's still something to be said for just a run stuffer on short down situations right up the middle. I mean, you got McNeil, but another one just having two is not a bad thing. Do yeah, guys, Brockers. Brockers is not as good at <laughs> tough as Penasini is. He doesn't have the lead in his pants uh, like that. He'll probably be starting over him, though. I don't know. But, yeah, but I'm all around, he's a better player. But AZ, with those changes, um, Campbell specifically mentioned Ali McNeil as benefiting from them. So we'll see. Oh, yeah. We'll see what happens there. Yeah, I think they have really high hopes for uh, McNeil. We haven't heard too much about Awuzirike just because I think he had a disappointing year last year, but maybe that was because of injuries. Hopefully he's healthy, ready to go, because uh, his get-off looks good right now. That's I saw that he actually uh, graded out so. really well last year in his short reps and stuff. Like He actually did a lot of flash, a lot of good things that weren't necessarily on the stat sheet. And like I saw, I watched a video. Someone did a breakdown how he – flashed everything you want and especially how it's going to come out this year with our attacking gap defense which is like all these guys we drafted all explosive powerful d linemen who will benefit from just attacking the gap instead of the men and holding the ground that's the kool-aid take that we needed <laughs> on Woo's there Radio. you go all right hey i like it his but, upside uh, we drafted him in the second round for a reason oh yeah uh, a cornerback that's actually impressed uh, impressed so far uh, by reports. Uh, who do I have here? Uh, I forgot. Shoot, I'll come back to him. I, the name I, is lost in my notes here. I had him. Um, well, anyways, I'll tell you the person that isn't impressing right now. He's going through a lot of rookie struggles at the moment. Is uh, Kirby Joseph, our new safety um, from U of I, our third rounder. Uh, he, he has looked lost at times out there, but I guess it's expected. This is OTAs, but just something I thought. Better loss uh, now than in camp. To note, yeah, yeah. Um, Though on that uh, a related note, I heard uh, Iffy has been taking some reps at safety now. Um, and and uh, yeah, did see Okuda, they asked him about it. He's like, I've never played safety. I've never, nobody's talked to me about that ever. Because I've there been speculation from fans and stuff before some writers that they might switch him. Right. It doesn't sound like that's in the plans at all. Akuda? Yeah. Akuda. Doesn't the the safety? Yeah. You didn't hear any of that chat earlier in the year? They're talking about moving him to safety. I heard a mask it. Yeah. Oh maybe. But, he said yeah, I'm not surprised he has no intention to play that right now. He's still just gotta come back to form period. Yeah. If uh if he can't get back to form at corner, then maybe you start considering how to salvage career with a position move, but we drafted him at two overall or whatever, three, whatever it was three, to get yeah. freaking a cornerback, not a safety. Yeah. Yeah. Like 
Yeah, well, they did one Kyle Hamilton too. One I'm just saying why we we drafted him specifically. <laughs> I know, I know. And I uh I found the the cornerback I I wanted to just bring up uh, Chase Lucas, our late round draft pick. Uh, ah. Arizona State is he the guy who's like uh, 25 six. years old? The, the guy? Yeah, he's old. He's six years in and college. What, and what are you bringing uh, up so, about him? Oh, just, just that he's uh looked good in uh, camp so far. At least covering uh Khalil Pimpleton a lot. Uh, he's looked mm. uh good reportedly and so switching off people, um, communicating. Good for him uh, or bad so. for Khalil Pimpleton? Uh <laughs> that's hard to say. I'm being there, but uh, it is uh, that's so that's just something to look for. You know, maybe a name that sneaks up there at the end. Uh, Mike Hughes is taking more first team snaps over AJ Parker. Uh, at the slot corner or the nickelback, that kind of slot corner position. So, something else to look for there too. Uh, there is. I, I thought it was an interesting uh, tidbit from Deuce Staley about Swift. Uh, yeah, it seems to be a little bit of a shot at him to get his head maybe right uh, in terms of saying Swift this year needs to know the difference between being injured and being hurt. Hurt means you can play through it. Injured means you there's there's absolutely no way you can play uh, through the injury. Uh, so I was just curious, uh, what do you guys think of Deuce Daly? This is kind of like calling out your guy, uh, but yeah, well, I think it's good. Th- we want to see Swift on the field. He misses a lot of time right. in his career. I think it's good to give him a little challenge. You know, I mean, push him. Yeah. The guy's a big part of our offense, and if he's on the field, we're better. You know? So get him out there. I think it's advice that could save his career. Honestly, it's the kind of, you know, you got, I mean, I'm not saying Swift has been, you know, baking it or something, but obviously Staley felt the need to say this and this kid needs to be available more. Otherwise he's going to find himself, you know, struggling to keep a job. So yeah, that's good advice. And he did bulk up over the off season from what I understand. Um, Swift so he's a little stronger this year. So hopefully that'll translate to keeping him healthy. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, you know, let, let's let's hope he can stick around and get on the field a lot more this year than he did last year. His upside is just so tantalizing. It's, it's fun to watch when he, yeah, when he's in. When he's in, it's a lot of fun to watch, especially with this offensive line. If we, I mean, again, this starting offensive line did not play a single snap uh, together last year, so it, it, our projected starting right five, yeah, least, so. I think that's also a huge thing to look forward to this year. I, maybe don't even play him in the preseason. Let's just get him on the field for week <laughs> one so we can at least see one snap before someone gets hurt, and then that, that dream is ruined. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Let's hope we're all healthy. Remember last year we had like the mysterious finger injury of Decker. It's like a finger. <laughs> tape it up, you know. But I mean, obviously there's more to it ultimately, yeah. but at the time it's like, what the hell? So, <laughs> hopefully there's no weird, mysterious injuries this year. Yeah. yeah. And it didn't it didn't know they didn't he didn't help the team and him did not help himself by uh just being so mysterious about it too. I yeah. Bizarre. <laughs> really bizarre. I know. Yeah, that is. But you know, to what you said something earlier, Bob, like about this offense having like being complete. I think this whole team, like if you look at the roster outside of maybe I would argue like one linebacker position, one. we have like proven starters oh maybe two there's 
proven starters at pretty much every position on this roster. <laughs> like if we're as long as everyone's healthy, like our our upside is like huge. I mean, granted, you know, the odds are that's not necessarily the case, but on the other side of that, as much as our front end of our roster has improved, the depth on this team has improved a lot too. So I, I predict, you know, it, it will be able to even the weather the storms that much better this year, which, you know, are inevitable unless we get super lucky and don't get any injuries, which, you know, I'm open to that. <laughs> yeah, that's it. Well, it's an optimistic take on the defense, particularly considering how far we had to go. But I do think our line is really solid uh, compared to last year. It's proven stars. And, um, is yeah, oh, we got yeah. a lot of potential. I mean, if Okuda comes back and uh, safety position, we won't have to rely on Harris. Now it's got that other guy uh, brought in. So who knows? We'll see. I'm, I'm not even accounting Akuda in that equation. If he comes back to me, that's a cherry on top. Like I'm saying, I, like I, I think we could do it with the guys like we had last year, like Jerry Jacobs, Awarie, the guy we signed this year, probably having a good chance of contributing. Parker, like if, if Akuda comes back, then oh man, that's going to be just that much sweeter if he proves to be the guy we drafted. Yeah, yeah, that would be incredible. Oh yeah. Um, I haven't. I haven't heard too much about Malcolm Rodriguez. I I think I heard a couple of good things. Uh, I, I mean, it's it's always tough. Uh, it does before pass seven on seven is probably the most valuable thing going on in OTAs right now. Yeah, and I don't think he's a guy they're projected to start anyway. Or uh, he's right, gonna be a right. special teamer. But our linebackers are so bad. Yeah, yeah right. that's true. Uh, I mean, start. seriously, that's true. I could see him being a really good first two down linebacker inside, like. Just with his instincts and his ability to sift through traffic and, you know, get in there and stuff the run. Like, if he could be in there early on just to, you know, help shut down the run, I could see him with a role like that early on. Yeah, I think he's got a lot of upset, yeah. but I, I think it's like a couple of years down the road, personally. I mean, I don't know what you guys think of that. And I did read, a, uh, I did read another observation from uh, a reporter that said uh, Jared Davis got beat over the top by a tight end a couple of times. Uh. This is my shock oh, face. He's back. He's back. <laughs> I hope we're not having that. We didn't bring him back to have him covering tight ends, though. That oh, yeah. that would not be a good sign. Yeah, I think the worst. I think the worst memory of Jared Davis covering a tight end is uh, um, Ezekiel Elliott catching a fourth down pass over him on as down the sideline against in in Dallas. Uh, Ezekiel Elliott played tight end. No, we're running back. Sorry, but it's just Jared Davis and coverage in general. Uh, yeah, it's been a, no. it's been a, he's rough. It's been an adventure. Hopefully, they'll put Not him in a position set. that'll benefit his skills. You know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> Any opinions on David Blau looking better than Tim Boyle right now in OTAs? Uh, <laughs> That's interesting. Uh, I mean, I like Blau, yeah. and that, they still keep him around. Uh, yeah, so. I liked Blau or uh, Boyle more than you guys did, but it sounds like Blau's winning the battle, that second string job, and I'm okay yeah, with that right now. Yeah, if Blau actually yeah. wins it out this year, that would be really because I mean that means Boyle probably really shouldn't be on this team. Well, didn't he win it basically last yeah. year? But then he got hurt. Well, Blau. Blau. Yeah. I thought Boyle was like penciled in number two from like day one almost, and then oh, I thought it was the other way. Yeah, I don't know. played out. I think Boyle, yeah, was 
always the number two because yeah. it didn't even it didn't even seem like he deserved to be a number two, but they kept him there. Right, so. we yeah. signed him big from the Packers and gradually right. at, like a spotty history. Yeah, so if, if that'd be really interesting, I, I think if if a second team quarterback loses their job, they should probably just not be on the roster. Find someone else to come in. <laughs> like, yeah, Boyle's an intriguing good. guy though to me personally, but just because I mean, not that I want him to be a starter in the league or think he will be, but he's got a really nice arm, you know, but but he obviously doesn't have the whole package together because he, he can throw a nice ball. But uh, obviously right. it takes more than that to be a quarterback in the NFL. Yeah, in shorts and a T-shirt, just throwing it you know, down the field, he looks great. Like He's got that tight spiral. He's big, strong dude, athletic. But for whatever reason, he doesn't have all the intuitions that go into being a, you know, an NFL quarterback. Yeah. So. Yeah, for sure. Well, we'll see. Uh, a lot of people thought we might change up that spot. They didn't, so it's something to look forward to. Uh, so I we're almost done with the the podcast here, but I did have one more question for you guys. All right. If you had to pick one streaming service, Netflix or Hulu, <laughs> I think oh, you're never going with this. I, I would say Netflix. Yeah, Red Dog. What would you say if you had to pick one? Um, gun to your head. I take the gun. No, um, I don't know. Fuck uh, the Hulu, just to be contrary. All right, uh, Kid J, producer, Netflix or Hulu? I'd say Hulu. Oh my god! All right, wow. well, all right, two of you for Hulu, one for this... Netflix. So, Deuce Stanley was right because he said he wanted Craig Reynolds to go from Netflix, from being Netflix to Hulu. This well, Z, year. where who are you? Are you Hulu? Oh, I would say Netflix. So I guess. Oh, we're tied, now but... you just ruined your whole thing. <laughs> <laughs> fair but uh it oh, was yeah. just a biz- <laughs> bob and i were just talking about before we hopped on here about the bizarre comment that he made in regards to craig reynolds <laughs> like we we thought maybe it was like you want something to get worse or like or stay the same it was just a bizarre comment uh or simile i guess or metaphor <laughs> sorry metaphor yeah why do they call him netflix in the first place again because there's something to do with him because like, he was sitting on his couch or... i think watching netflix when they signed oh. him like uh like he said, oh, I'm on. Like, what do you do? They asked him what he's doing right now. He's like, I'm on the couch watching Netflix. Maybe yeah. Hulu is the official streaming service of the Lions locker room. And he was saying he wanted him to be in the locker room. Hmm. You know? Maybe he's just saying sure, something maybe. nice like that. I have no idea. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. Anyways, just a bizarre comment. Uh, but I thought a fun one to end this podcast on. Um, what about. But- uh, have you seen the nicknames that uh, Dan Campbell keeps coming up for McNeil with? Oh, shoot. I got to remember. One was like, like, you've heard Twinkle Toes. Was that like Sausage Pull up here for Or something weird. Mac. Yeah, he called him a hilarious one. Buttercup? Buttercup. <laughs> yeah, that was, that's what I was looking for. That was funny. <laughs> Me- there's Mac. Twinkle Toes and Dancing Bear as well. Uh, yeah, Dancing Bear. Oh, and just to f- one more note on him in his interview, he talked about hiring a dietitian and stuff. He didn't say his weight, but I imagine he's lost some fat, so that will only help his game. Yeah, Aleem McNeil's upside is very... Uh, <sighs> it'll be fun to watch. Yeah. Indeed. It'll be fun to watch. For sure. Bite, bite. Um. Butter but it, this team, like with all you know, we're talking about all these quotes. Uh, it's gonna be fun uh, on Hard Knocks. Oh yeah, let's go! <laughs> Wait. No doubt. 
Uh, but I think that we're going to wrap it up here. Uh, but we're back uh, podcasting, talking about our favorite team uh, and drinking the blue Kool-Aid hard as we head into the summer here. Uh, oh, yeah. So we took a little break between the draft and now, but uh, we'll have something to talk about. Uh, I don't know if it'll be every week. We might do every two weeks, at least for summer here, but uh, it won't be as long of a layoff as we just had uh, between the draft and now. So look forward to that. Thank you to our producer, Kid J. Kid J. Thank you to sidelionreport.com. Always appreciate them hosting the podcast and all the content that they put up on their site. It's really cool. Go check it out. Um, But thank you, everybody, for listening. Really appreciate it. We'll uh, see you soon. And last but not least, as always, go, go. go. Lions. Woo. Forward down the field, a charging team that will not yield. And when the blue and silver wave, stand and cheer the brave. Rock, rock, rock. Go hard, win the game. With honor, you will keep your fame down the field and gain a lion's victory. Go, Go. Lions! We did it! We did it! All right, all right. Sick of being upsold at gyms? My guy, you're currently a base member. For $90 more, I can upgrade you to our Shred membership. For $130 more, you'll be a swole member. And for just $300 more, you'll reach Sweat Platinum. At Planet Fitness, you'll get energy without the upsell. Never pushy, always free fitness training and equipment for every workout. It's fitness that fits your budget. Join Planet Fitness for just $1 down and $10 a month. Cancel anytime. Deal ends Friday, May 10th. See Home Club for details.